Robert? Okay, basically he tells a story here about Janine and how she is a reflection as Christians, and it's perfect for what we learned this morning about being salt and light. We are that salt and light in a world that's decaying. And he ends with that and then prays. Now, the reason, I, if you want to watch the rest of it, you can hear the story online, you heard about that. But I do want us to process a little bit here. And this is what I want us to spend our time on. There's a couple questions at the end of your outline. What do we say to the problem of evil? I want to review here the two things so that you can have those on the tip of your tongue and they're clear. But first, I just want you to sound off at your table. I mean, I'm sure the Holy Spirit in a group this size, there's different things that were kind of underlined to your spirit. Maybe it was just a, a phrase, a scripture, a moment that just impacted you. And I want you to start there at your table. Will you just respond? What most impacted you from all of what you've heard this morning thus far? Take a moment. Share at your tables. Go for it. Okay. This series has been about being prepared. It's about being prepared to give an answer to why you're a Christian. And uh, if you missed our first two Sundays, those cards are in your basket or on the back table. You'd, sorry, you can't listen online, but you can listen by going to that website that you saw. But we can't put Andy Stanley on our Home Builders website. Copyright issues. But that is what the, the first two messages were powerful. And that little card is a summary of the first two messages, a little cheat sheet for you to have to give an answer for your personal faith as well as the Bible and why you believe. Now, today was on pain. And if there's one question I'm asked just about more than anything, it's on this topic. And I can tell you right now, if you memorize these two things, they will come into great play in your life. Just, I don't know, a few days ago, I was asked the same. And the first thing I said is, have you ever read anything, you know, good on this topic? Could I give you a book? That right there will test the sincerity of the person asking you the question. If they're really sincere and they're ready for an answer, then they will be open to a book. Now, Andy's talked about one book. I'm going to give you three that are at different levels that I recommend. The first is this, A Grace Disguise that he talked about. It's in our bookstore. I ordered 10 copies. If you want it, go over there and buy it. There's someone here. I'm going to give you the book for free because I love you and I'm praying for you because you lost your husband. And you need to read this book. This is a personal, very, very personal journey of someone who encountered incredible, difficult devastation beyond what I've ever heard. I've heard hundreds of stories as a pastor. I've never heard about someone that went through what this man did. And I'm just going to leave that hanging there because I can't imagine anyone has ever gone through more pain than this man. And he talks about how he found hope through the journey of recovery powerful book. It's very, very personal. Yes, it's theological and biblical, but light. It integrates it into a story, okay? Great book. Second book, Disappointment with God by Philip Yancey. This goes a little bit deeper biblically. Um, in the beginning of the book, for example, it begins this. I found that for many people, there is a large gap between what they expect from their Christian faith and what they actually experience. Disappointment occurs when the actual experience of something falls far short of what we anticipate. We've all been there. This is a great 
balance between personal story, a little bit of Philip, but a lot from other people, and also what the Bible says about that gap and how to answer the question. Great book, Disappointment with God. You can get it in the bookstore. Now, if you have someone who's very philosophical, Norman Geisler's book, If God, Why Evil? Probably the most intellectual, thought-provoking, very philosophical, very thought-provoking. Most people will get lost in it. You, most people, unless you really have a philosophical mindset, you will not be able to finish reading it. It'll be over your head. But for the real intellectual that thinks they have it all together, give them this book. It'll blow their mind away. They've never thought at this level. And they'll probably be amazed that someone could write at this level. So you have three books. That is the best thing, in my opinion, you can do. And you ask him, hey, that's Norman Geisler's book. Come up here and you can look at all of them. Just look at them afterwards, guys. Pardon? Norman Geisler's book, If God, Why Evil? Norman, G-E-I-S-L-E-R, If God, Why Evil? Okay? So that's the first thing. And just to ask people that really will test the waters. Are they sincere and wanting an answer? And, and, and guess what? If they're not, this young man that asked me the question, I just said, hey, are, if you're really interested, you know, I'd be happy to give you a book. And he's like, ah, eh. But that tells you where his heart's at. He's not ready for an answer. But guess what? I had a good ministry with him because one day when he is, he'll come to me. The second thing that you heard about, right, if you could, well, if there's, like, you want a dialogue and I'm more, if you could, would you remove all the bad from the world right now? I mean, what a great question to ask. You got to gotta pack that one away. Well, hey, before, and they'll probably say, well, yeah, of course. Well, 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 before you hit the button, let's just think about that a little bit and take them, hey, if you have a good reason for not hitting the button, do you think possibly God could? And bring them into all the dilemmas and the issues that there are if you eliminate all evil. So you've got two really good. I didn't want us to miss the trees in the midst of the forest this morning. And uh, how are we doing? I don't think we have enough time to really kick that around at your table. But on your drive home today with your husband or wife, or if you're single here, you're with a friend or whatever, would you please process that a little bit? Would you talk with someone about how could that be helpful? How can I use that? Where can I use the, those two strategies? Because this was a series on being prepared. Walking out of here with some answers to some of the most common questions we're asked as Christians. Now, let me just say this. Next, next Sunday, I've been studying my whole life this book. But, and I'm just loaded. The first three messages are already prepared. And the series is here. It's all on. Let's see. I don't know, Robert, if we got it up there. Vital signs. The indicators of spiritual life begins next Sunday. You just need to understand, I, um, as a pastor, there's nothing more I want for you than the absolute total assurance that you know if you were to die today, you're going to go to heaven. And I meet too many Christians where there's a question mark there, not an exclamation point. If there's a question mark there, I guarantee you are living at a subpar level of your faith. Here's the other thing. 
if you love Jesus, you're concerned that other people know Jesus. I know there are people in your life, you wonder, does a son or daughter really know Christ? Does a relative, that person you care for, really know Christ? You know that person at work, they say they're a Christian, but are they really? Is there a book in the Bible that answers for us, gives us the vital signs, the indicators of eternal life? And the answer is yes. Be here next Sunday and the next several Sundays. We're going to teach you the indicators of spiritual life. How for sure you know you are in the faith. You are a Christian. How you can know others are saved as well. Some of you are still dating. And I see, I see so many ramifications of this. And some of you have come to me, I don't know really if he's a Christian or she is. Your kids need to understand this, to have the discernment to know, is someone truly in the faith? Or are they just faking it? Is it real? Is it genuine? How do you know? The Bible will tell us, and we're going to enter into a series that begins next Sunday. We hope you're here for vital signs. You excited about that? Okay. Please, if you are able or were able to uh, fill out the little form here, can you just leave it at your table if, in fact, you are leading right now, you're part of a small group, and you want to feature the material? If I sent you the email, please fill it out this week. Register that you'll be a small group home community leader. Next Sunday, we're going to have all the groups listed, and you can begin registering for one of these five. Take this home. Think about it. Talk about it as a couple. Which home community, which Andy Stanley series do you want to join for these six weeks? And then remember, four weeks from today, my pet's got talent. We want to see pets here. It's going to be awesome. They're going to be prizes. Can't wait to see what pets are going to show up in Home Builders. Let's stand, you guys. It's great to see you. Let me pray for you.